Two teenagers convince their rivaling parents to be a fake family to fool a soda tycoon. It's picture perfect, this week on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema, where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, endearment is the name of the game. I'm Steven. I'm Matt. Hey, Matt. Thank you, everybody, for tuning back hey, in. Hey, Steven. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning back in. Thank you for not uh, leaving us uh, high mm-hmm. and dry with last week's episode. As you probably heard, um, it exhausted us, and we're glad Very to be much done with so. it. Yeah. And it was a nice break, because this week's movie, as you saw, is probably a movie it's- a lot of you may have not heard of oh yeah and it's the complete opposite last week yeah. was all vitriol nothing good mm-hmm. to say this week we have a lot of good things to exactly say. and if you listen to our flintstones episode with jeremy weed you can hear that it was hard for us to pick apart the flintstones like we normally do mm-hmm. um and it was the same for this movie not how we normally do the flintstones oh, no, but how with, we normally do a movie. with any episode you know we always we have we have shit to talk with the flintstones usually but that movie we didn't have so much shit yeah exactly to talk. the 90s got it right yeah anyway <laughs> the 90s got right where the 60s failed yeah uh, mm-hmm. anyway um this week we're talking a movie that hopefully we can interest some of you to watch because it's on youtube but it's a it's a it's a nice quaint little film called yeah. picture perfect yes and we also have a very special guest with us but we'll get to him here in just a moment but matt why don't you let all the sinners know where they can find us old and new sinners know yes. where they can find us on social media on instagram you can find us at sucktastic pod and then on twitter you can find us at tus at Tucktastic, at Sucktastic Sin, mm-hmm. it's C-I-N for cinema, mm-hmm. and because of that, the listeners are the sinners. So if this yes. is your first time, welcome, sinner. If you're a returning listener, welcome back, sinner. Yes, welcome, one and all. And mm-hmm. as far as yes. podcast apps go, yes. you're listening now, so you found it. You right. found it. Yes. Uh, so all the major podcast apps and wherever applicable, Please rate and review. Yes, Please really helps us out. rate and review. It only takes a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't even have to say anything nice, but just as long as the algorithm reads the five stars. Yes. That's what helps. Yes. But while you're here, it's movie time. And now for our feature presentation. Picture Perfect. Mm. was released October 14th, 1995, directed by Joseph L. Scanlon, starring Richard Karn, uh, making his wonderful. second appearance. Yeah. The, the wonderful Richard Karn yeah. as George Thomas. Dave Thomas, the excellent Dave Thomas, SCTV. classic SCTV alum, yeah. as Ernie Barrett, Mary Page Keller as Vicki Walters, Lisa Jacob as J.J. Thomas, Christian Campbell as Alan Walters. Older brother of Nev Campbell. Yes. Uh, Nev Campbell's in this movie. Oh, oh yeah. Cicely Carroll oh, yeah, is, as Delilah, or as Delia, sorry, <laughs> uh, as, as Delia Thomas, and uh, there are other characters uh, as well in this movie. Uh, box office of nothing because um, it's straight to video because it's a part of a uh, production company called Feature Films for Families, which we'll talk a little more about mm-hmm. with our guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you listened to the Radcast last holiday season, mm-hmm. you could hear him and another good friend of ours, Phil Giese, talk about the uh, the Christmas epic Jingle classic all Jingle All the Way. Um, but he is here for the first time with us on Sucktastic Cinema. Ladies and gentlemen, longtime friend of ours, Mr. Dan Lada. Dan, how you Dan. doing? Great. Good to be here. Yes. It's good, good to have you in the studio. In the studio. Yes. For those of you that heard him, if you heard him on the Radcast, him and Phil sounded like they were coming through an old phone speaker because they were 
were coming through a phone speaker. <laughs> um, but I thought it sounded just fine. It could have been worse. Sure. But we loved having Dan on there mm-hmm. because we, uh, we've loved always talking to him. And this movie and this production company is something you're very familiar with. Um, so I guess mm-hmm. first, when was the first time in your, well, I guess your connection to this movie, but then also feature films as a feature films for families Ex- as a yeah, whole. Explain, explain yeah. what that is. Cause mm-hmm. you have more of a history with that. Yeah. Movie. So feature films for families was a production company, uh, was, I don't, I'm not sure if they still are. It, it, they're, 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 they're so as the, of 2018, they kind of were, well, yeah. they're, they're still around in the way of like, they have a streaming service. Okay. Now, like through the, really? through their website. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we could have watched it through that. I'm not going to pay eight dollars a month for feature films for families. But anyway, it's a uh, it's it's a production company that made uh, movies with supposed to be more like clean, family yeah. friendly, with yeah. with uh, you know acceptable morals and lessons yeah. to the story. That was marketed uh, direct to video to uh, a lot of like religious families mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, and so my family really bought into that we had a, a bunch of vhs's <laughs> from feature films for families some of them were better than others sure. absolutely yeah um but this was this was one of my favorites from them for sure yeah definitely um since so that being said when was like if you obviously from a young age were introduced to feature films for families and that being said also this movie was one of those mm-hmm yeah, oh, I don't even know. Like, it came out in 97, right? 95. 95, okay. 97 was the, uh, the Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston picture perfect. <laughs> yes. Which, yeah. Different picture perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so yeah, I was two at the time, and we probably had it close to when it came out. Right. Yeah, so like, as long as I can remember, my family was watching that movie. Yeah. But most recently before this, I was probably in junior high, 2008 mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, okay. So uh, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the Jennifer Aniston one, I actually, so as you've probably heard, cause you've listened to the show before and those of you who have listened before, but also those of you who are new, we have a segment on this show called what was on the VHS. Ah, yes, now, please. unfortunately there are feature films for families on YouTube. This is like in eight parts on YouTube, like yeah. 15 minute snippets. And if you do find it, mm-hmm. the sound quality is not great, right? But it's. I, I didn't have too much you can of sit an issue. Through it. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Um, but unfortunately, they don't have like the VHS opens to these movies right. on there. So usually what we do is, you know, if we've run into that before. We're like, oh, well, let's pick a movie we won't ever do, like an actually good movie, and put the VHS on here. So I, I thought just in line with something called Picture Perfect, I grabbed the VHS opens to the Jennifer Aniston Picture Perfect. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's actually, and what we've run into with some of the other movies we've done is some of them have multiple VHS opens considering like some places like, like a the, re-release like the, or yeah. like the, the re-release or like the UK or oh, Australia yeah. mm. has releases. Like there was an Australian release for this as well. But here is the original VHS open coming to theaters, Dr. Doolittle mm. with Eddie Murphy. Yes. Mm. Uh, Never the, seen it. Me neither. The X Files movie with Eddie Murphy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he plays Gumby. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, they're they're like searching through the woods with flashlights, and yeah. they land on him. Oh, turn the brights down. I'm Gumby. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Val Bad Jones. <laughs> it's, it's all Eddie Murphy. It's they just flat, show, all it, Eddie Murphy characters showing up at different. Uh, Hi, I'm Buckwheat. From, from one flashlight to to the next to the yeah. next. Uh, I'd watch that. Hey, James Brown in hot tub. Uh, I'm yeah. happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> uh, coming to home video, The Full Monty, which is about a bunch of British schlubs who strip. Mm. Hmm. Um, 
uh, another movie where two British women do stuff in the 90s. Spice uh, World. No. <laughs> two British women. Oh. That's five. Everybody oh. speaks British, so you only understand every third word and their slang confuses me. <laughs> it's called Career Girls, but Andy Serkis is in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's mo-capped and plays one of the female leads. <laughs> uh, ah, yes. The, Par for the course. Yes. Uh, the Edge, where Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin are in a plane crash after a bird flies under the propeller. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Andy uh, Serkis plays the bird and no, mo-capped. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Andy Serkis with wings. <laughs> uh, I just imagine, like, Mr. Bean <laughs> crashes yeah. into the, into the propeller. He's got a suitcase. Yeah. He's on a hang glider. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Hopkins so in this movie Anthony Hopkins thinks Alec Baldwin wants to kill him so he can keep having an affair with Anthony Hopkins wife and then Anthony Hopkins swings a flaming branch at a bear <laughs> oh, really these are all things that happen yeah <laughs> says in the trailer uh, and then a movie called Kicked in, a he- and Kicked in the Head which is a movie about a young Italian guy that hangs out with other Italian people and sows his wild oats I think uh, but mm. he constantly messes with the wrong people so his uncle played by James Woods has to bail him out I think <laughs> I thought you were going to say his uncle has to kick him in the head. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way it's going to help. I got to kick you in the head. I don't, there was like no narrative through any of these (laughs) trailers. Um, And then there was a, uh, there was another release where there's an advertisement for Mr. Bill presented on Fox family, (laughs) uh, which is the, what picture perfect uh, was um, broadcast on at least the one from YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then an advertisement for 20th century Fox premiere series, which a bunch of VHSs, the Australian release uh, an advertisement taking place in a video store talking about the Australian rating system. Uh, Mm. The Wiggles movie. Are you tracking with us? Yes. Are you tracking with us? What is Bill Zaworski's super fans? <laughs> yeah. Uh, We're the, here in Australia. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, the Wiggles movie on VHS. back ribs. Go ahead. Sorry. The, the Wiggles movie on VHS, which is four pasty saps who sing and dance like ding-dongs. Uh, <laughs> I know the Wiggles. Yes. Uh, another advertisement for The Edge. Uh, a movie called Oscar and Lucinda with Ray Fiennes and Kate Blanchett as late 19th century gamblers. Hmm. Um, not like Maverick or anything like oh, that. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and uh, The Sound of Music remastered digitally and with THX sound on VHS. So at the end, uh, this means the Von Trapp's playing Jabba's Palace with the Max Rebo <laughs> band, <laughs> like in yes. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> of course. And, and then an, a- an advertisement for some Australian uh, to win a trip to New York in honor of the film's home video release. Uh, the, the competition started on May 10th, 1998, which is one day before our younger brother Tyler was born. Oh, yeah. And it's still going to this day, for all we know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah. Nobody's winning. <laughs> Um, and finally, a disclaimer on how to spot a pirated tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so just in case you want to know. Yeah. Uh, so this movie is pretty much it. This episode's not going to be completely formatted like it usually is. Yeah. But as a whole, the movie is about a single mom and her son mm-hmm. and then a single dad and his two daughters who are next door neighbors. And, and they don't like each other. At the beginning, it sees that yeah. the parents don't like each other. Just the run-of-the-mill kind of pains yeah. in the asses to one another. Yeah. But the kids, uh, the older kids in the family are like, is one is JJ, which is Lisa Jacob, and the other one is Alan, who this story is kind of told from, like, Alan and JJ, like, yeah. scheme up this uh the scheme up the scheme yeah. uh, but they're the same age and they're actually friends and then he's also friends with her younger sister mm-hmm. Delia but essentially what happens is both families are in financial ruts so they scheme up this uh, this entry into a competition 
held by Dave Thomas's character, this lucrative uh, soda company, yeah, Ernie Barrett, who yeah, lucrative soda company. It's where they're looking for the perfect family. And essentially, he will pay your mortgage, pay all your kids' <laughs> way through college. Um, if you don't have a house, he'll build you a house, and then also ten thousand dollars for your troubles. Hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand dollars for yeah. your troubles. And that's hundred thousand dollars in nineteen ninety-five money. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Which is like forty-five billion dollars now. <laughs> the whole thing is so completely implausible mm-hmm. because oh, JJ, they're gonna have to move because they're gonna lose the house because. Mm-hmm. Because they, they both live in palatial mansions. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the thing with these movies. It's like the mom is like a librarian and has a mansion. And, and goes to school. Yeah, and Richard Karn is a writer and has a mansion. Mm-hmm. So it's like... They got the, the people from the House Hunters show. That yeah. like, I'm a part-time butterfly trainer and my husband organizes toothpicks. Yeah. And our budget's $5 million. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So of course he's going to lose the house because he's going to lose his job. Mm-hmm. Because ever since his wife died he's just he lost that eye of the tiger yeah, yeah. He, he lost the inspiration to write and also doesn't yeah. lost that love and feeling exactly <laughs> you've lost that love and feeling it doesn't help that his editor um is uh giving sexual advances to him and threatening his job if he doesn't go out on a date with her yeah which i think is a conflict of interest it absolutely is mm-hmm. and also the editor is someone who's just editing your stuff so is that a boss relationship i, I don't think, i mean i don't know I how that the publisher work for a publishing was, company yeah exactly so but yeah so they 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 scheme this the, the teenagers hatch yeah. a scheme to where they're going to make it look like the perfect family and uh and what's his face alan yeah the, the son uh does some photoshop magic because <laughs> which you're a tech guy the, the photoshop in this movie is that how Photoshop works? Not really. It's comically bad. Yeah. But it's it is it's so hilarious. Yeah, because basically he's scanning an image on his computer. From like a printed eight by ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's going on the internet, like, how about add a dog? He's like, okay, finds a picture of a dog. One click and the yeah. dog phases in with <laughs> the loud, like hard drive noises in the background. Yeah, exactly. And so like and all this st- it looks like bad Photoshop, but yeah, they they basically they, the to he photoshops the parents their family pictures together mm-hmm. and it looks seamless it's like yeah. i don't think that's how that works mm-hmm. yeah if you actually pause it and look it's it's obviously a third picture where it's all of the actors right. together oh, in yeah. the combined photo <laughs> yeah but like they tried to sort of match the poses but they're not exactly the same right it, you're kind of just supposed to go oh okay you know yeah just combine the photos yeah, yeah. Well, what's funny is this movie is produced and written by um people who don't know much about how computers work <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's a magic i'm afraid of so i assume it can do something like yeah. this yeah yeah. Point and shoot. Yeah, but they hatch the scheme because the you know Richard Karn and his little girls are gonna have to move away because they're gonna lose the house. So basically, this soda contest addresses every single conflict we're presented with. Mm-hmm. It addresses a solution. So they're like, we'll hatch up a story. We'll cook up a story and send them all to the meat grinder. Yeah, uh, it's like a predator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and basically, it's just this this movie, though corny but charming. The mental maneuvering mm-hmm. in the man- eventually when they're in the, they're in the the uh, the charade mm-hmm. and they're having to pull the wool to like keep building the snowball of lies mm-hmm. like that's that's the comedic angle of mm-hmm. it but it gave me anxiety the first time I watched oh, yeah. it mm-hmm. so I was like you're just having to tell more lies to more people mm-hmm. and then it, they they there's always in movies like this to where the pe- person they're lying to 
anytime there's any hesitation, they don't see that as a red flag. Like right. it's like, oh uh, no, it's this. Uh, no, I mean it's yeah. this. Yeah, or the, like the uh, wedding photos yeah. were destroyed in a fire or a flood. Well, it was a fire first and then a flood when we were yeah. putting it out. Yeah, yeah. Dave Thomas is just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Dave Thomas, he plays this soda. He owns the soda empire and essentially he find, he wants to find the perfect family so that he can release his new soda and, and put, they're, put them like they're a billboard. The, yeah, the spokespeople. Um, but the, the catch is like they can't get away with their charade completely um, without going f- f- like f- all in on it because he's like, well, I'm gonna spend a week with you. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna observe all of you. And he has this camera guy with him. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it, it's, it's funny because we see a lot of situations where I was like, this is gonna blow up in their faces. But since it's a, yeah, uh, it's a uber family movie, everything yeah. works out. Yeah. For everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. When I was watching this, I didn't feel like I was watching a feature films for families because yeah. I've seen feature films for families that feel a certain way. They kind of beat you over the head with a yeah, moral. Exactly. I was going to say the morality play is so like upfront and in yeah. your face and the performances aren't that good. So with this, I feel like it's kind of based on the director or I don't know, like budget stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is one that didn't, it felt like just a nice charming, you know, uh, wonderful world of disney kind mm-hmm. of movie mm-hmm. from the 90s it didn't yeah. feel like because it didn't feel like there was a morality play in this movie it's just here's yeah. this here's this silly story mm-hmm. and we're just gonna make this charming cute movie with yeah. these characters and i thought the perform i liked pretty much of the family i think i liked every character mm-hmm. in the movie to some degree mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and there's also like the people who play like uh, kind of not adversarial, but mm-hmm. people who could eventually be a bump in the road to yeah. the, to their little ruse. Um, there's uh, Vicky, who's the mom. Her boyfriend Bob, who yeah. he's a square. Who yeah. at the beginning we see Alan, the the older son's little Photoshop magic, because he's he's trying to to like frame Bob as a cheater. Yeah. Um, by like taking, because it's crazy. Because also you you mentioned like how it doesn't feel feel like one of these like kind of undertone of like christian yeah. morality mormon mo- more yeah because yeah. they're a lot yeah. of the members of the of like feature films for families are part of the church and latter-day saints mm-hmm. um but uh um it doesn't feel like it because we get a, a clean shot of a woman in a bikini yeah mm-hmm. um, which i at first i was like whoa <laughs> feature yeah. films for family what's he gonna do with that because <laughs> he, he has tissues around his computer is that what he <laughs> and he did but he didn't use it for that yeah, but I was like, "What on is screen? Oh, <laughs> on screen? <laughs> it's true." But he's just, but he was just nonchalant about it. He wasn't like embarrassed. And I was like, yeah. "What is this? Mm-hmm. What's he gonna do?" Because like that? JJ is up in his room with him. Yeah, and I was like, I would even if the girl, I have female friends, of course, mm-hmm. but like I would be very embarrassed if even th- if anything slightly like that were around, yeah. like, and they were there, I'm like, oh, oops, sorry. Yeah. Oh no, just trying to blackmail my mom's boyfriend. That's <laughs> yeah, no exactly. big deal. She's on board with it though. Yeah, he he scans <laughs> yeah. the picture in order to make it like a secret admirer letter, and he yeah. wants to leave it in Bob's car, but like it's one of those things where like. Bob and Vicky are on the way to the car so she can catch him red-handed. But yeah. then she's like, oh, I forgot something. And then Bob sees it first. He's like, secret admirer takes it and, like, folds it up and throws yeah, it away. Yeah, he entertained the option. Mm-hmm. Later on, yeah, because they try it again. And yeah. then that's because well, he did it no- this time, too. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. And then there's, like, a nosy neighbor yeah. who, like, shows up and, and like, intermingles herself in the story yeah. as Eve. well. Eve. Eve, yeah. yeah. Who she's trying to, like, tell Ernie Barrett 
she's like, no, they're just, they're not family. They're just neighbors. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a, there's a, but then there's a, a lot of comedy of errors that like don't present very much tension. Yeah. It's, it's meant to, it's meant to make, um, Midwestern, uh, uh, moms and dads giggle and laugh right. mm-hmm. without, without it indoctrinating their kids with uh loose morals were you indoctrinated with loose morals because of this movie uh so not this one but there was a, a different feature films for families movie i believe called brainiacs incorporated ah with um, dom, dom deluise with dom deluise yeah. yes and there was some sort of deception that the kids did in order to like get money mm-hmm. and my parents were like not on board with the deception happening mm. and i believe they actually wrote feature films for <laughs> Families complaining about it. Dom DeLuise is, is very unsightly, and I don't want to watch him. Also, the deception in all caps, yeah. Yeah. underlined. Um, I love but, Dom DeLuise, though. Oh, he's great. Um, skateboard kid. <laughs> um, but you, we mentioned that you had watched a lot of them, and I mentioned that this didn't. That they a lot of them have a certain feel, and this mm-hmm. didn't feel like one. Is that something like when you were a kid that you that stood out to you well as a kid you just nuances out the window you you don't yeah you could watch the campiest lamest movie ever and it could be your favorite movie it doesn't even occur to you yeah you you watch it again and you're like man that does not hold up yeah so it's hard to distinguish like you know which of those movies was good versus bad as a kid but this one definitely holds up more than the others Mm -hmm. it it doesn't feel like a feature films for families movie yeah it almost feels like it was like a made-for-TV movie that they were maybe running out of funding, and Future yeah. Films mm-hmm. for Families was like, "Well, you know, we'll we'll, we'll give you some money for that." Yeah. But it was like they weren't the ones that made it, maybe. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Because yeah. there's some there the actors with acumen in here. Like at this point, Home Improvement was still on TV. Yeah. Uh, What's her face who played Vicky was yeah. on like soap operas and was yeah. on some like TGIF shows. Yeah. And Dave Thomas, Dave Thomas SCTV. SCTV. I mean, he's on comedic besi- character besides actor. that, yeah, comedic character actor. Yeah. Uh, Nev Campbell's older brother is Nev Campbell's older brother. Yeah. Scream came exactly. out. Yeah. Party of Five was out. But Lisa Jacob was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, Mrs. Doubtfire. She was also in like movies like Pig's Tale. Yeah. Um, which is another like lesser known yeah. movie. But she, she, I mean, she was doing stuff. And it's people who can act. It's people yeah. who mm-hmm. have good chemistry with one well, another. Well, and you don't smell an agenda on this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, like when I when I say like a certain aesthetic, I think of like the Buttercream Gang mm-hmm. with feature films for families, where yeah. there's clearly yeah, it, like just the characters are do-gooders mm-hmm. in that movie, and there's clearly like a huge you know it almost feels like the movie was made as like a product by the congregation of a church yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah. exactly mm-hmm. and, and and has that camera look to it and mm-hmm. I, I think that was just the time in the 90s it was made yeah. but like this this movie with the characters they feel like cool like teenagers that you'd want to be like right. have mm-hmm. like a siblings or be friends with and stuff mm-hmm. like that or like richard karn feels like the cool dad that like when you get home when like you go to a friend's house after church and he's sitting on the couch like hey guys better get some wings i'm gonna eat them all you know kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah like the cool midwestern day yeah there's also an element i feel like they could have easily abandoned this but mm-hmm. it kind of adds to the twist at the end um because there's a twist in this movie yes uh there are these two fbi agents oh yeah yeah that, like like the kids like they corner like jj mm-hmm. 
and Delia and Alan. Well, the whole family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, the whole family. They yeah. were family. Well, well the kids first. Yeah. Um, but they pretty much, yeah, the whole family, they're saying, we understand, you know, Ernie Barrett is like, he has a soda competition. He's living with all of you. Um, we need all of you to be in on our ruse, so a ruse yeah. within a ruse. Mm. Um, and we need you to steal his newest flavor of soda, which he hasn't released yet. Yeah, it's got uh, like a Slugworth vibe. Yeah, from like from Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We like we want you to steal it and give us the can because he's under investigation of like copying a, a soda formula from yeah. like yeah. somebody else. They claim they're FBI and that Ernie Barrett has stolen the formula from another soda company. Mm-hmm. And so that when he when they win the competition and he gives them an early sample before it's released to the public, they need to get that sample to the FBI so that they can determine if it was actually stolen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And at this point in the movie, like the kids were like Ernie had just showed up and the kids yeah. just dropped this bomb on Richard Karn and Vicky, mm-hmm. George and Vicky, who up to this point again aren't don't get along. They're just bickering at one another. Yeah, exactly. And so they're going back and forth, are we gonna do this, are we gonna not? And they were about to not commit to it when the FBI showed up and they're like, well, we have to do it for the FBI now. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just, there's a lot of willingness to go along with a very, like with a very huge charade. Yeah. Like later the grandma shows up and, uh, um, what's his face? Uh, Alan. Yeah. Like, cause she's like, who are you? And Richard Carnes like, well, I live here. And she's like, what'd you do with my family? You son of a bitch. And she got her, got her forearm yeah. on his throat exactly. pinned against the door. Yeah. And, and Alan's like, he's, he's, he's pretending to be married to mom so we can win a lot of money. And she's like, Oh, well, welcome to the family. She's on board in like three seconds. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And she is in there. She's committed fraud before. Yeah. yeah. Like, this Definitely. Is, just chip off the old block. Yeah. yeah. I knew she'd get into this one day. It, there, there's this understanding that um, grandma's probably been a part of weirder shit than just a <laughs> oh, fake family act. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's she has no questions. That's the thing is like everybody is on the same wavelength. Yeah. With the charade. Exactly. Yeah. That way, like everybody, like they're... Which also plays into like, there any bump in the road that there potentially could be like they all bail each other out. Somebody's there to bail the other one yeah, out. Exactly. Like with the drapes. Yeah. What is it with these people in the drapes? <laughs> well, and then there's also like, it starts off as contentious, mm-hmm. and then you've got the slow build. The characters start to like each other, mm-hmm. like Vicky and and uh, George, mm-hmm. which Dave Thomas calls him Georgie Boy. The Georgie whole movie. Boy, yeah, and I just I just like that. For yeah, some it's just a, it's just a nice it's charm. just the chemistry. It's yeah, charming. It, they have and that's the thing is Richard Carn and uh, Vicky they have great chemistry, mm-hmm. but something you see throughout the movie is that. I mean, you pretty much it's predictable. You can mm-hmm. call from a mile away that they're mm-hmm. actually going to get together at the end of the mm-hmm. movie. But it's you're getting they slowly start to peel back the onion and give you insight. Like Richard Carn's wife passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vicky's husband, uh, I almost said Richard Carn's husband. Vicky's <laughs> husband. Oh. Basically, is an alcoholic and just ran off. Yeah, so which is another thing yeah. feature films for families don't address or <laughs> use as an excuse. There are things in this movie to where I'm like. Maybe they weren't on set that day because <laughs> because when they're at the beach, there's women in swimsuits that you can see their butts. Yeah, and, and rollerblading even. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, I have no dare, problem with yeah. it. How dare they? Uh, and yeah, it's he's an alcoholic and just liked to party, so he just he just didn't come back. Yeah. 
So, but you're also, it's cool. You get to see them kind of as parents. And Mm -hmm. I think each one of them seeing the other one as a parent is kind of softening them Mm -hmm. to them. And then they do the whole thing where they're like, do you, do you like each other? It's like, no, no, this is, we're just playing a character. Like, Mm -hmm. because they're playing the lovey-dovey husband and wife, but they're like, no, 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 I don't, I don't like them. We're just neighbors. We're just Mm -hmm. neighbors. And then eventually, like, at one point, Alan's like, you know, if, if you dated George, like, I wouldn't keep bothering you to go find dad. And she's like, oh, really? He's like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, she yeah. didn't really say it like that. But but it's just the way that these characters develop. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of nice. And the kids I, already get along. So. Yeah, I like the realization uh, that, like, when George and Vicky realize to each other that they're actually starting to like each other, that mm-hmm. they – now that they've gotten to know each other beside like their neighbor that is obsessive with the hedge right. versus their neighbor that won't ever trim their damn hedge. Yeah. You know? Um, and th- they're like, uh, when Eve comes and she's telling Ernie, she's like, they hate each other. Ask them. Yeah. And then they kind of like try to defend each other. You yeah. were saying, and then yeah. at the end, after they realize the, I guess this is a spoiler, but the, no, yes. the uh, <laughs> that the FBI agents are actually, um, corporate, corporate, Corporate espionage agents mm. for rawhide soda yeah. competitor that yes. Ernie says earlier in the movie almost put them out of business in the eighties. Yes. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. It's like poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> yeah, it's like poetry, so that it rhymes. Anyway, so then when they finally admit, they're like, Well, there's no actual FBI, so we can't lie to you guys anymore. Like you know, you should go to an actual family that deserves it. And that was like the shred of morality yeah. in it, I mm-hmm. think, yeah. that they once they were no longer captive in it because they thought they had yeah. to help the FBI, then, okay, we got to fess up. And so he goes, that's not true. You know, I've seen you guys. You are the perfect family. You back each other up and yeah. everything. And um, Vicky and George, he's like, you guys, I can tell you love each other. And he's like, no, I mean, this is my neighbor. I couldn't stand her. And, you know, this is not the person that I was a neighbor with. I, I mm. would have noticed if the person I was living with was, was this nice. Yeah. And then, you know, it cuts back and, and you can tell they're then kind of talking to each other off yeah. camera. And then it cuts back and they, they're like, dang, we actually, now that we've gotten to know each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. Let's kiss baby. Yeah. <laughs> suck face in front of their yeah, kids. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I guess there are, there's some moral stuff threaded throughout like Dave Thomas's Dave Thomas you go in thinking that he's going to play kind of a smarmy bad guy because, you know, like mm-hmm. big business owner or whatever. Yeah, because you think, you know, with FBI trailing him, yeah. you think, you know, or quote-unquote FBI yeah. trailing him, you think he's going to be, like, really, like, underhanded he's, and, like, weird He's the Snoopy. perfect mark for a stunt like this, like mm-hmm. his character, because he's just, he's just delightfully unaware mm-hmm. and completely delusional. And, but it's so great because it's funny but also, like, every lie they tell him, he does not question any of it. Sort of like Michael Scott gullibility. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, it's funny because what he does reminded me a lot of something like Lionel Hutz would do. Yeah, and like, the Simpsons. Did, and Mr. Simpson, oh, I'm looking over your case, and I have to stay with you and your family. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially because, like, he... You're not from the YMCA. Yeah, don't touch my stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's an episode of The Simpsons where Lionel Hutz, like, horns his way into The Simpsons' house and, like pretty much forces them to let him like live with them. Yeah. But like, yeah, the, the, the condition is Dave Thomas, you know, Barrett has to stay with them, which yeah. you mentioned earlier. And I just thought it was funny. It was like, can you imagine if like you won free McMuffins for a year, but you don't get it until like Ronald McDonald stays <laughs> with you for a week. 
70s, it's like some pervert and clown makeup. He's yeah. like, you want your McMuffins, right? <laughs> the, the moral of the story is to read the fine print. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because he says that. Yeah, he, he says, oh, should have read the fine print. Because uh, yeah. when the, he tells the kids like he has to stay with them, they're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, he's like, yep, should have read the fine print. Oh, yeah. And they have to remember like yeah. each thing they put in the essay. Mm-hmm. And they and they keep building the lie. Like, oh, that's our neighbor, Mr. Uh, Papalapalapodis. Pop, or whatever. What was his name? Papa. Paparapacopolis. Like, they can't, yeah. the joke is they can't remember it either. Yeah, it's... exactly. So, like, uh, so when it's like, they're, na- they're neighbors. Oh, Mr. Pacalacopolis? No, them. Oh, oh okay. They're, they're, they're your neighbor. No, not my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then when Bob comes along, he be- he becomes pop the neighbor, yeah. Papalapadopodis. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the story they gave him? He, so it he's was, Vicky's uncle. Like uh, he's, Dave he, Thomas is Vicky's uncle. Yeah, who has like some mental problem to yeah. where like he has like flashbacks. Yeah. Um, and so, so that's why Bob can't come around. Yeah, because then he he only he believes that Vicky is married. Yeah. To Richard or like, I don't know. It, it's a big thing to where she makes Bob believe that yeah. Dave Thomas is her uncle who has mental flashbacks, and if he sees him being bob then he's yeah. gonna get violent because like yeah bob reminds him of like a war thing yeah or, i don't know <laughs> they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming the thing <laughs> is he bob is clueless but like yeah. he doesn't question it any further yeah, that's exactly the thing. that's the thing with these movies and dan i think you hinted at it that whenever the the constant changing of like a narrative mm-hmm. so towards like uh this and then they look at each other, uh, I mean this, and they'd say the opposite of what the person yeah. just said. And like this doesn't even even if like how gullible Dave Thomas is in this movie and how agreeable and how he is, like he is very likable, but also yeah. like, you know, he seems smarmy. Like he can't even be like he can't even be that dumb to like <laughs> not pick and it's a it's a it's a classic trope, not just in family movies, but in a lot of movies, to where like we can clearly see through it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. it's so apparent. Like, how can the character they're talking to like not see through it? Yeah, yeah. And but he acts sort of as, like you mentioned, morality, morality, Dan. Uh, there is some stuff threaded in here, like when Dave Thomas is talking about his family and his wife. Like he's like, see, I'm trying to pick the perfect family because like family is like important to me mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And and they do this and they do that. And then we cut to him at at the at the beach playing volleyball. And a shirt and tie, which is one of my favorite visions of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, but the there, but it's not like in your face like you'd expect in these movies. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when he's like, you know, you're these kids are great. They're you're great. You know, of course you're a great family. These kids are allowed to be themselves without any pressure or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I was like, okay, this is actually like mm-hmm. a well played good message. Yeah. And not like they're not trying to shove anything down yeah. your throat. But right. it's also, I think it, it is rather weird to have someone with a camera in your because again, Barrett has a cameraman with the Marco who has who, a great line, which yeah. is what did he say? The she addresses Marco mm-hmm. directly and it's like, D- can I get you anything to drink? And he goes, oh, I am not a, or. I am only an eye pointing to the camera, E Y E. Yeah. Not an eye pointing yeah, to himself. Eye. Which is like, oh, that's a pretty, that's a pretty yeah, funny line. There's a couple clever things in here, but looking at the whole, look, looking at the whole caveat of the Barrett contest. Yeah. That's really strange to yeah, have the, a complete stranger living with you, 
like and have he brought somebody with a camera yeah. to film all of you. Who's yeah. gonna watch that footage? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Me in my own special private area. Yeah. That, that's a that's a good point. I'm sure if they do a documentary down the road, like they like, didn't even say this was for like a TV commercial. It's mm-hmm, for a yeah. billboard. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> why do you? Yeah, why do you need a camera? And I also say maybe it's just for the 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 whole. Um, the whole device of because Dan mentioned yes for a commercial like they just need a lot of footage to put a compilation that's true but when it comes down to it it's for the device of the two phony FBI agents who are seen as espionage agents for Rawhide Mm -hmm. Soda Company who want to steal the Barrett soda they have been they have been tracked by the FBI because Alan like there every but every story thread comes to a head um, because also. Um, George's publisher who's sexually harassing him and and blackmailing mm-hmm. him to go on a date with her or else she's going to ruin his career. Um, <laughs> like She grabs him by the dick and yeah. she's like, start thinking with this. Yeah, because uh, uh, the thing is I'm bringing up stuff that happens at the end that I'm like, I should yeah. probably like we say so, like, so s- pr- pretty much the editor comes back in town, the date that they set before the whole charade, she's out at... George's house because George and his girls are staying with Vicky and Alan. Yes, right. Um, and George is like, oh shit. And he has to go tie that up, lo- that loose end briefly. Yeah. And he's like, he gives her some story. She's like, we're going on a date Thursday. And he's like, ooh, th- I have the girls. Thursday's not good. And she's like, we're going on a date Thursday if you want to keep your job type yeah. deal. She's like, we'll go to um, Julius. 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 Yeah. Um, so, so what he's doing is something that I like in this movie. When he sees her, he's in Alan's room mm-hmm. because he's helping Alan because he's, he's, Alan plays guitar and he's in a band and Richard Karn used to play guitar and used to be in a band, but he doesn't do it anymore since his wife died, mm-hmm. but he's in there helping him with a song, mm-hmm. like helping him like fine tune some chords and stuff. And there's a couple great Alan George moments. I just wish there were more like Vicky and the girls moments. Yeah. yeah. Like of her, really not any. yeah, her like being a mom or mm-hmm. of something that's, that's one of my only like nitpicks is that I wish there was more of her developing a relationship with the girls. Mm-hmm. Cause we do get, we get a lot of George and Alan kind yeah. of talking and you know, maybe it's just cause Alan needed more of the male influence, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, but, I, I would, I would think that the girls probably need a little more well, female yeah, influence that, too. That so that's too, why yeah. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. That was in there. But, um, that would really be my only nitpick. Yeah. And that's where he was when he saw that his publisher was like outside yeah. of his house. And then essentially, um, cause we mentioned grandma earlier. Yeah. Um, she is all about Vicky being like to put it, keeping up the straight of George. Cause she's like, maybe it'll turn into something. Yeah. Which is just grandma. What about Bob? Grandma. Yeah. You don't yeah, like ex- Bob? Yeah. Does anyone know Bob besides <laughs> Alan and Vicky? Yeah. Um, but eventually, um, what's his face? We kept saying Barrett. What's yeah. Ernie? Ernie? Dave Thomas goes on a date with Grandma. So that's a Julia's, the restaurant. And, and then Bob wants Vicky to meet his parents, and that's a Julia's. So you get a whole Mrs. Doubtfire but, Bridges. Yeah. R- Richard and, Richard Carnes' character has me's publisher there. Yeah, so yeah, you've got yeah. three different meetings all accidentally happening at the same restaurant, mm-hmm. fancy yeah. restaurant. And oh, yeah. yeah, it's a very Mrs. Doubtfire moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also starring Lisa Jacobs. Yeah, exactly. That's true. We were saying while we were watching this, they're like, man, we've got got to have another classic 
hilarious moment mm-hmm. to where all these stories come to a head and they're just get so close to being revealed, but we don't mm-hmm. know what to do. And Lisa Jacob pops her head and she's like, I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> but unlike in Mrs. Doubtfire, where it kind of all goes to shit for Robin <laughs> yeah. Williams care for Daniel yeah. Hillard um, and Mrs. Doubtfire. And then we, that leads to a whole another spot of tension yeah. in the third act to where it has another you know yeah. resolution like in a regular movie. Yeah. Right. Again, everything, everything turns out okay. The line, everything yeah. you mm-hmm. feel like you feel like you're getting close mm-hmm. to them getting revealed. Even the bits where it looks like Richard Karn is going to fall over for slapstick, it yeah. all ends up okay. The yeah. slapstick moments happen to his editor, who's on a date with. Yeah, and she's there repeatedly, like they're conspiring to make sure she doesn't need to keep her distracted so grandma throws chocolate cake on her and the yeah. waiter the waiter wasn't in on this but he accidentally <laughs> flings food like on her i think everybody was in on it yeah in some form or fashion yeah but as each person's showing up like uh dave thomas is like hey mr papadopoulos or whatever like, hey georgie boy you're here yeah where <laughs> he's like or he sees you know vicky and he's like where's georgie boy she's like uh he's under the weather while he's like under the table trying yeah. to inconspicuously pop up and he's like, huh? She's uh, out in the car, which doesn't sound anything like under the weather. Yeah. <laughs> then the kids show up. Because yeah. the kids the kids remember because um, Eddie, Ernie, said he's going to Julia's. Then he remembered their parents are at Julia's. They're like, like, oh, oh shoot. no. But uh, that's where we brought up the drapes bit. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the running gag to distract Ernie is like first the grandma says, oh, would you look at the drapes? Because mm-hmm. he's trying to distract him so Richard mm-hmm. Karn can get up and kind of be like, hey, Vicky, oh, hey, Ernie, mm-hmm. didn't know you were going to be yeah. here. And then, like, that's, and then Vicky, when uh, uh, Bob comes over, mm-hmm. they're both like, would you look at the drapes? And what did Dave Thomas and, Yeah, Dave Thomas's character goes, what is it with these people in the drapes? <laughs> yeah. And that, that's always something my family would quote. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, and then Richard Carr would be like, oh, have you seen the curtains or yeah. whatever? So so it's all these bits. And then, of course, you throw in the neighbor. And then there's this side thing to where, like, there was, a, there was another kind of um, thing that Alan and JJ did to where, you know, they send these secret admirer notes, one from, quote, unquote, Bob yeah. to their nosy neighbor, and then one from their nosy neighbor to Bob. Yeah. And then matchmaking. They, yeah, exactly. Matchmaking. They do, like, this matchmaking. To and there's get, no question. There's no Bob being like, well, I can't entertain this. I, I have. I love, Vicky. I love Vicky. Yeah, I'm exactly. having to meet my parents. Yeah. Uh, but going back to the very end, where all everything comes to a head and lines up, and every everything gets tied together, like Bob and the neighbor are back there because Bob is on to the ruse. Yeah. and he's calling them out, and they're playing it off, mm-hmm. and uh, like. Ernie's none the wiser, and then the neighbor comes in trying to like be in on like yeah. trying to um trying to smoke him out, yeah. trying to like <laughs> to like say it's it's a yeah. it's a charade. But then Bob and the neighbor see one another, and they like make, very quickly. they make googly eyes and walk off. Which if Vicky really cared about Bob and was with him for a year. She, I think, why I think she at not this upset point about she's that. so done with Bob I, that I, she's I, like, oh, good, great. I think she's yeah. more into George. Yeah. Which how who would kind of a, you know, right. so, a subtle way to show yeah. you're into George. And then his editor comes in. He's like, I thought you, or she's like, I thought you said you weren't married. And George is like, I am. I married this to Vicky. This is my wife, Vicky. Yeah. We've been three together years. for and she's three like, years. She's like, you're fired, George. You know, you'll never write in this town again. Which and, it'd be funny if it like, she has these, these illusions of grandeur. And then he walks into the publisher's office and he's like, George, why didn't I see you for work yesterday? It's like, well, she fired me, sir. It's like, 
fired you. She's she can't pen, do that. That pencil pusher? <laughs> she's an editor. She can't do that. Yeah. But she, like, fires him. And then as she's walking off, like, Ernie's confused. And he's like... Because he thinks he's a doctor. Yeah, because in the, in the letter the kids wrote, it says that Richard Karn is a doctor. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she's a patient I did a, a surgery on, you know. and Her uh, brain. Her brain. And she, she thinks we're, we're together and she's my boss. And he's like, must not have been a very good surgery. Um, and I, which I would have been like. You should have seen her before. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. This is his response. Yeah. You get, don't get a malpractice lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. The surgery didn't take. Uh, she's she's cuckoo for cocoa puffs now. <laughs> but then in the driveway, like the F, quote unquote FBI show up, yeah. and um, I almost called him Michael. Who's Michael? Yeah. Alan has the soda. He's um, like, you're not FBI. Yeah. I called the FBI. They called the FBI. <laughs> Hello, FBI. One eight hundred FBI. He's like, Hello. Do you guys have Adam's Family Values? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not <laughs> a no, video no, store. I have some time to talk. <laughs> to yes. The FBI oh, person. I'm so bored. <laughs> Uh, there's but, literally no crime it is yeah, the 90s no one ever calls us <laughs> it is the 90s it's like, it's that, just no crime. isn't that wild <laughs> but then when the twist comes in that Marco the camera guy is a part of the FBI yeah. and FBI yeah <laughs> exactly and Barrett has been in on this uh, this situation because he hired the FBI to look into the espionage mm-hmm. from the other soda company they've been on to them for years yep. and it turns out um, yeah so Barrett isn't as a, as like as like aloof or spacey as they think. He's like, thank you for your participation, crew. You really are my perfect family. And then they straight up say, no, we're not a family. Yeah. What? And then like Barrett's in denial. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because like they're like no we're we're just we're we're just neighbors. You, are you sure about that? You he's, are a family. He's like, no, you're not. Look at you standing in front of your house. You're the perfect family. So I think Barrett is in denial because he found he needs family a family. Thing. Yeah, I feel like he's like John Candy in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Aww. He's talking yeah. about his grandchildren and his wife, and it's like, you know, they died. He's been dead for seven years. You where know, he's been dead for seven. Oh my God, I love that part. Oh, not so... well, not that part where he says his wife's been dead, <laughs> but just what it leads to. Yeah. Yeah, and then every time you go away, and like yeah, that's Dave, the ending Dave, of the movie. Dave, Dave Thomas, Thomas was him on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but Dan, you had mentioned how kids don't pick up on nuance, and that is definitely there's merits that statement. So if you didn't pick up on some of these little things you pick up on now, what was it about this movie that like appealed to you? Uh, th- I mean, there was so many gags because mm-hmm. the the entire movie is like like hurdle after hurdle of their lie about to be unraveled and they've got to create a new lie to cover for it. Um, And just, I mean, it's just hijinks, comedy of errors. And yeah, the like coming up with name, you know, Oh, Mr. Papparapacopolis or the, the um, Bob's dad dropping his contact on the floor. My contact. Like (laughs) just to lead to a gag. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, what is it with these people in the drapes? Yeah. Stuff like that was always like memorable in my family that would quote that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Oh, yeah. and, and it's, I mean, I've, I'm sure you guys have talked about this before, but the culture was so different when we were kids as far yeah. as availability of media. Yes. Like now you can literally see anything you want at any point. Mm-hmm. And my family was like, we would rent movies very seldom. Mm-hmm. And so we just had a small number of VHSs that we would watch a ton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so movies like uh, Father of the Bride was yeah. a big one for yeah, our that's family. that's a good one, yeah. Um, and this one, and there was a number of others, but, like, we would watch that so much that the 
those like quotes from it my mm-hmm. family would work into stuff yeah. all the time like still to this day if, if uh one of us is like getting emotional about something one of us another one of us will say what is this the schmoltz family yes. <laughs> from father of the bride yes. yeah that's and that's I, just so funny with I, also with something like this to where uh, a little movie that you don't think many people know about to where like they you work because you all kind of have that connection with it to where you work parts of it into yeah. your little family unit and it's just it's fun to be like ah it's it's an inside joke well and mm-hmm. it's it's all i'm sure there's also like a nostalgia but like there's a warmth to mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. like i think that's the charm to it and yeah. also because you had an older sister mm-hmm. and of course like we think the world of our older siblings like when we're younger mm-hmm. and you know you still do but like you look at they're like the coolest people mm-hmm. right in in the world and mm-hmm. plus teamed with like this is the kids definitely dressed very 90s in this movie oh, yeah. but like the cool teenager kind of 90s yeah. and so it's t-shirt under jersey under yeah. unbuttoned oh, yeah. plaid shirt oh yeah, oh, yeah. with, with a backwards, backwards baseball hat, hat. hat. it's yeah. it's so, and shorts and gym shorts yeah gym, overall, or cargo shorts or cargo shorts but like it's the the kid characters are just there there's not really anything cringy about them the performances no. are it's not like Yippee! a cat. <laughs> not, not like Anakin Now this Scott. is pod racing. Not Jake uh, Lloyd level cringe. And I mean, how much budget did they have versus this movie? <laughs> exactly. This very that true. had hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. But the kid, the all the kids are really likable. Mm-hmm. Except for the little girl. She's kind of a little know-it-all. Well, uh, I, 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 I prefer that to like the... Jake Lloyd kind this of true. little yeah. kid. Yeah. Or, you know, they they were like, oh, Delia is a, a bookworm. You know, yeah. our, one of our this first introductions to her, he comes over and she's like, what's wrong? She's like, well, these the mysteries in these books are just getting kind of thin. Mm-hmm. She's like, isn't that your third one? She goes, yeah, but there's no growth of the character. Yeah. I yeah. need growth. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. she's like way younger yeah. than mm-hmm. would normally be saying. Oh, like, yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's like a I can unique roll take on a kid yeah. character. Yeah. Which, which is Delia... So she has like this erudite way of speaking, yeah. like father, but like it's real yeah. subtle. Uh-huh. Like it, it is. It's it's not over the top. And I'm just giving her shit. But yeah. like, but um, it was just funny. That's the character choice because sometimes she's like that. Sometimes she isn't. Yeah, like when she comes in crying about some stupid ostrich or something. Uh, Blukey nose. Blukey nose. Yes. Blukey nose. Blukey nose. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, but. Was, oh, she wasn't – when they hatched this scheme at the beginning, she wasn't with them. So it was a little jarring when Dave Thomas comes up, and she's all of a sudden like, yeah, perfect family, yeah, submission. I'm like, oh, so I guess she knows about I mean, it. I guess they told her about it. Because one of the it. points of tension could have been at the beginning. She's like, what? Yeah. So she she could have been like the confused person, like yeah. almost like the Michelle Tanner, who's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. And, like, and gives like she's this, like Duh. she's like snarky and has attitude, and they have to convince her too. But no, she's all game. That's the thing is, so I'm guessing you're led to believe that they told her already. Everything is so convenient. Yeah, like, and everything is just so like, oh, okay, you know, everybody's on board. Oh no, yeah. we're fooling this guy. Oh yeah, um, yep. yeah. It all of the tension that's like brought up is resolved very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Which um, for something like this, I feel like the people who are watching it, that's what they want. Right. the The copy that we watched on YouTube was um, a VHS taping from. Uh, Fox Family. Yes. And it feels like one of those Fox Family kind yes. of movies. Yes. You know? Absolutely. I very much love that because they, we would get a little bit of like a Fox Family like stinger 
mm-hmm. like because when yeah. it was going when it was going to commercial, and uh, and that was that was nice because I feel like not not many people remember Fox Family like because no. because I mean because it became more prominent when it became ABC Family yeah but to me I always had that special spot for mm-hmm. Fox Family yeah because with it being a Fox affiliate it would show like Beetleborgs it yeah. would show Power Rangers mm-hmm. but also. There's th- like 31 days of Halloween. Like yeah. that's there was like this Adams family movie from the late 90s where Tim Curry was Gomez uh, Adams and yeah. Daryl Hannah was Morticia, <clears throat> and like I remember that and I remember looking through magazines and seeing advertisements for Fox Family. So I liked that aspect, right? Because, like you said, it very much looks like a made-for-TV yeah. movie that mm. would air on Fox Family. It's one of those where if you had the VHS case, you're like, oh, this was feature films for family? Because we've (laughs) talked that it doesn't feel like one of those movies. Yeah, because you definitely you watch a movie like this and then you watch a movie like No More Baths or The Buttercream Gang which are two other feature films for families and they are distinctly different. Like you would be hard pressed to see The Buttercream Gang on like even a morning slot yeah on like anything other than like maybe like pax tv oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah or uh or it, it, you're not going to see it on like abc family or yeah. fox family yeah which it's unfortunate that you can't find a copy of uh you can't find a copy of um picture perfect unless you want to pay like 150 dollars on ebay yeah they've got a cult following yeah. i guess yeah. i was like where are you getting these I prices s- i mean i saw the dvd for like 40 bucks on amazon still though yeah like even new, you wouldn't have to pay forty dollars oh, yeah. for that. Uh, you used to have the VHS. What happened to it? <laughs> uh, so my parents are were uh, going through a little phase of cleaning out the basement, mm. and uh, my dad threw away all the VHSs. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cannon fodder. Why'd you do that? Yeah. You, you're slowly building it back up, though, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm eBaying some stuff back. But I, when I looked at Picture Perfect on eBay and saw the prices, I was like, wow. This uh, is there really well, that much of a demand, right? You're like, you're like, good thing I have a healthy assortment of Bible Man VHSs. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a lot of like five or six for twenty bucks. It wasn't bad. <laughs> now that's no. a deal. And they have, <laughs> that's heavenly prices. <laughs> the church's name on the spine of the VHS. Oh, that'd be oh, that'd be a find. Like uh, like it's a church library. Yeah, yeah. that'd be yeah. awesome. I remember back when our we we all grew up in the same church, and I remember our church library was like giving away some of the VHSs. Like yeah. sometime when we were in high school and I grabbed a couple of them. I think some of the tapes said like FCCF mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. Uh, one of them was like, um, wait to have sex or something like that. <laughs> something like that. It, yeah. It's in the living room. I still have it in the living room. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I'd be very curious to see what they say. <laughs> uh, see what they say. Yeah. Um, but this movie Think about is, baseball. Think about, about baseball. baseball. But baseball makes me horny. <laughs> But what if... Fine, think about sex then. Okay. <laughs> Reverse psychology. <laughs> what if apple pie makes me horny? Yeah, exactly. I can't think about baseball and apple pie. Yeah, there was a movie where a kid stuck his penis in an apple pie. <laughs> yeah, come on. I think now. it was called Apple Pie. <laughs> thinking yeah. of baseball. It had Eugene Levy, another SCTV alum, and all this comes back around. Exactly. Mm. Um, but this is like... Is it... It's you're not gonna don't expect like we say in a lot of these movies don't expect an yeah. oscar worthy movie exactly but it's that's so, not the nature of this no movie, it's though. so inoffensive and it's yeah. it's such an easy watch and it yeah. is so much more different than those heavy-handed yeah like moral christian undertone yeah type movies it's a much more enjoyable film to watch yeah and what we like to do on here is after we go over the movie whether or not we've 
just totally eviscerated it or poked fun at it a little bit. The goal is to at least have have we found endearment in it? Is there any endearing mm-hmm. moments in this movie? Is there any endearment? Is there anything that lets you step back and say, yeah, it's not great, but at least there's this uh, shining moment mm-hmm. in there. And Dan, we're going to turn it over to you because you're the guest, and then we'll kind of go over our, our final thoughts. What if was there anything what excuse me what about this movie was endearing to you oh it's that's a tough question it's uh it is definitely a very endearing movie it mm. it just feels um all the characters just have they do have really good chemistry mm-hmm. with each other yeah that it it does feel like a family not just you know actors and the constant like adjustment to try to cover for their lie yeah and like scrambling around to to manage the deception i guess yeah rely especially the slapstick moments mm-hmm. um always made us laugh when i was a kid yeah yeah there's they, they all have each other's back mm-hmm. like there's not one person dropping the ball and blaming the other person and there's no there's no in fighting like yeah. they're all working together because it's funny with as much as you think they don't like each other yeah vicky and i almost said al yeah. al borland sure <laughs> uh but vicky and george they're the 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 tension between the two of them that was present before isn't one of the things that threatens yeah. the charade and there's no there's no jj and alan being like I'm glad we're not really a family because yeah. I, I hate you. I never yeah. should have done this. Like they never fight. Like the kids mm-hmm. all get along. They all work together. Yeah. And the performances, like it, like I said, they're not Oscar worthy, but they're good. Yeah, Dave they're, Thomas especially. Yeah, I think like, it's because I love SCTV. Like for what this is, like just a, an inoffensive family movie. Mm-hmm. It's very, very watchable. Mm-hmm. It is something you can watch with the whole family. And at the end, to quote our mom. That was a cute movie. And it was. <laughs> it yeah. ends up... Did your mom ever say that? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it ends up like... Because, yeah, the Dave Thomas is like, I think you all really did have a fine family with one another. And they all look over and, like I said, Vicky and George are, Kissing. are making out. Yeah. And then it's, cut to their wedding, what looks like a week later. Yeah. Um, and George wrote a book about it called Picture Perfect, their, about their, their experience. Because mm-hmm. the camera... That's man. the name of the movie. That's <laughs> exactly. the name of the movie. Well, earlier... Dave Thomas is like, because they're like, we ordered pizza. And he's like, ah, pizza, perfect. And I was like, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> um, but, but because the cameraman's like, I'd like an autograph, yeah. Mr. Thomas. Um, and you see he wrote a book I think, uh, so I guess there is a glaring issue, if you notice it. Um, there are no black people in this movie. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> um, which the is, soda was chocolate flavored. And, and as they're as they're driving away, you see them on a billboard. And it says like, uh, uh, this is uh, Barrett's, Barrett's now in chocolate, and I'm like, I guess it's good that it wasn't a black family, because although Cause that would, would look that would have looked terrible, yeah, if it said now in chocolate, and it's all of a sudden a black family. It's like ah, uh, that's not a that that doesn't uh, that's not good I'm, PR. I'm glad they didn't. That do doesn't that. look good. Yeah, but, but looking it, for the the picture perfect family, they found a totally white family. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And nowadays that would not no be, no like. You definitely have a, a biracial family or yeah. you know, adopted kids. Oh, yeah. Of course, well, yeah. And, and that's uh, that's good. Obviously. Oh, of course. That's yeah, progress. Of course. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you also made the the observation, Dan, that they if you're looking for, shouldn't you be seeking out a family that actually needs help? 
not right. the perfect family. Yeah, but at, at the the part where he was delivering like the morals, he was saying, uh, er, Ernie Barrett, um, yeah. Dave Thomas' character says uh, that when his wife died, this was when he, he like pulled out his wallet and showed all his grandkids. He was saying when his wife died, condom falls out. <laughs> 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 heartfelt oh. moment just ruined. <laughs> Oop, uh, you didn't see anything kids <laughs> um, he was saying that it was it was his family that got f- him through it and yeah. and realizing that your family's always there for you and, yeah and that's why he decided to make it his mission to help other families sure. yeah yeah and by offering you know we'll we'll pay for your kids tuition mm-hmm. college yeah. tuition we'll pay for your mortgage don't have a house i'll buy you a house yeah. plus i'll you know throw in a hundred thousand dollars just because yeah and so he's saying all this and then he finds this perfect family that all gets along in yeah. this palatial mansion yeah. two palatial mansions <laughs> actually yeah. a must george drives a mustang unknown to him yeah. he drives a classic convertible yeah. mustang in yeah. mint condition mm-hmm. um yeah, it's like, he's like, I just want to provide for families who need it. But it's like, this is a family that arguably needs it the least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is true. Exactly. Um, but that, all those things aside. There, I, it's just, it's one of those things where I was like, I was bothered. I was like, there's no, there's no black people in this movie. What, like, yeah. Why, like, why, they have family, why not? Yeah. They have families uh-huh. too. I don't know. Um, but, Utah. <laughs> Utah. Yeah. Um, it is a, it. It is a very easy watch, and it's very enjoyable. It's one of those movies that it's I texted, wonderful. I texted Matt the other day. I was like, "This is a movie." Much like I felt this way about the movie The Paper Brigade, like yeah. the kind of once in a blue moon it was on TV and we were able to watch it. Like if I ever watched Picture Perfect on, say, Fox Family, say like it aired in the late '90s, and I watched it, I would love it, and I would always hope for it to be on again. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is you you even said to me this is the definition of just a nice movie it is yeah. um and it's 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 a it's a it's a good one yeah. I, I liked it I a like lot. it yeah. I liked it um it didn't get you know the noogie treatment that we usually give movies yeah um Dan you you got to recollect on a nice crush you had on Lisa <laughs> Jacob uh yes um, she's quite she's quite had. literally had, yeah, that's exactly. right. Still, that's, you, like, you can sit there and be like, <laughs> "There's you know, like you know, you know, Richard Carnes' boss is she's kind of a babe. The mom's kind of a babe. Lisa Jacob is quite literally the girl next door. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like she she seems really sweet in her movies. Reminds yeah. me of a girl I had a crush on. Yeah, so like, yeah, um, it's a uh, it's just it's nice. Richard Carnes easy on the eyes. True, <laughs> he's a very he's a very burly man. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's a, it's a very nice movie yeah. and, uh, you know, it's one that I'm, when I started it, I'm gonna show my kids, <laughs> hopefully it's a better, better version on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Um, but I remember when I started it and I was getting ready. Cause usually when we start these movies, we get ready to thrash them. And even this one, I was like, I don't think I'm going to thrash. I think it'll just be those, one of those fun things that like we are, we make fun of these movies with Dan and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But as, as I was watching, I was like, I like this. I was yeah. the same way with the Flintstones when Jeremy suggested it. I was like, "Well, shit." Yeah, <laughs> I like the I like this movie. Mm-hmm. So it made it harder to rip apart. It's not without its flaws. Again, it could have been a little more yeah. like inclusive, inclusive yes. and diverse. Um, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, like it would be definitely different now, which is good. Yeah, 
but it's one of those things where listen it was a product of its time yeah and it was very much a product of its time we're glad it was a product of this show mm-hmm. dan thank, thank you, you so much thanks for having me it's great thank to you be so here. much for joining good joining us you. good to physically see you. seen you in a while yeah so yep. this is very yes. very very nice thing mm-hmm. it was um, thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. Until the next time, the house lights are up, the film's off the reel. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you next time. <laughs>